championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Cover 49. We are back after many weeks, and Brian Young still belongs in the Hall of Fame, which it's looking like he's going to get a good shot. I got my main man, the bag man. What you drinking today? What's up, y'all? I'm on the uh, Pacifico hype today. The Pacifico? Pacifico. Felt a little different. It's a real low-key, cool beer. Underrated. It's a good beer. And then... We got another beer expert, Chrissy Chris. What's going on, Chris? Fresno's finest. Drinking a little, a uh, little, uh, little some big little some big little thing. Shout IPA. out Chico, California. IPA there in Nevada. Yeah, shout out Chico. Good times. Um, a lot's happened with Fresno State since we last got on the pod. They got a new coach, Jed Tedford. Yeah, up new old legend. coach. He's coming yeah, back. Already a legend. Everybody loves Mr. Tepperd around uh, these parts. Already yeah. got the key to the city. Didn't win a game yet. <laughs> well, he's won many games for them. And then uh, he's like, he, if you look at the guys that he's recruited, they're like super underrated. So, I mean, of course, you got like Aaron Rodgers, Marshawn Lynch, Sean Jackson, all those guys that played at Cal. Nandi Asamoah. You know, the list goes on and on. And then J.J. Arrington, J.J. Arrington. And then you got guys like Devontae Adams comes True. from recruited by Tedford. And then uh, I mean, I'm losing it. But like anybody that's come out of Fresno State the last few years is a Tedford recruit. So isn't that my man uh, who has a big almost a chip on his uh, big pressure on him is Jimmy G. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Fresno's finest Derek Carr. Is he Derek in that Carr. class? Uh, Derek Carr, I don't know if he was. Uh, I think Derek Carr had graduated before. No, yeah, he is. He is. Derek Carr is part of that and, uh... yeah. He played with Devontae Adams. He is part of that Tedford class. So Tedford's like, you know, I mean. I... Oh, he's a good coach. Oh, he's going to do yeah. a lot of things. And, and he's, he's a good, he's a good evaluator. Of talent. You know, shout out Jake Hainer coming back for his uh, 18th senior year. Yeah, 18th senior year. I mean, <laughs> put it this way. Senior. Well, yeah, put it this way. Him and Najee were both seniors in high school, and Najee is – It's going into his second year. Yeah, <laughs> going into his second year, and Jake Hanner has got another year of college football left. Jeez, that COVID year, man, gave everybody an extra year. Yeah. Shout out – I got to say shout out uh, Ronnie Rivers, man. I think he's on, on one of the few uh, invites to make it to the combine. That's yeah, big. So, yeah. He's going to he's gonna go to the combine. Um, But – Let's get on to the 49ers. It's been a while since we recorded. Life got busy. Guys had to work. Uh, the holiday times and putting that OT to make sure everybody got what they want for Christmas. And then New Year's came. And before we knew it, we went from one of the bottom dwellers to in the playoffs. And Jamal, where would you rank this season, man? Like, in, I mean, not like all time, but sum up this season to you. What does it mean to you, us being in the playoffs? Is it a success, or do you think we are still underachieving as a team? It's been one hell of a roller coaster of a ride, man. Injuries, controversy, fire the head coach, fire the GM. Now we're back in love with them. 
been a love-hate relationship. You know, I think we wanted to kick Jimmy G out one week. Now we're back on the bandwagon with them. But, hey, we're in the playoffs, so it's a successful season in my eyes. Chris, Chris, do you agree with this man jumping on the bandwagon for Jimmy G? Because I am not on no bandwagon. But Oh, no, no. I, I agree with him that it's been a roller coaster. There's been a lot of ups and downs. Like I said, one minute we want to fire the coach. One minute we want to kick Jimmy out the bay. One minute we love the kid. Our defense, you know, it's been, you know, we're not going to make the playoffs, man. 17 nothing. So it has been. But like I said, yeah, I'm one of those people that is not on the Jimmy G bandwagon, even though. He came through for us last week. I'm not going to deny it, but I've also seen a lot of moments where he hasn't came through. So I know those ones stick with me more than what have you done for me lately. Let's see what he does on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, and I just, maybe, maybe I might have a little love for him. But right now, I like. I feel like he owes that one. He still, he still got a couple more to pay off his tab. <laughs> I feel like, uh, well, I mean, if you go back to the pause when we were like two and six and we lost to the Colts. I was done. I was done with the team. I was I wasn't ready to fire Shanahan yet. I I mean I've been a I went back and forth with you guys. Like there's some good names where it's just kind of like, should we fire Shanahan? Like, you know, what about if you had like a Brian Flores, a Joe Brady, and a Vic Fangio? Is that better than our coaching staff now? You know what I mean? There's a lot of options out there. Even like the Bills OC, it's like, is he that much better than Shanahan? Is Shanahan that much good? And it reminds me of the whole Mark Jackson. With the Warriors, like, you know, they were a playoff team. They were a top five team in the NBA. They were number one in defense when Mark Jackson got fired. So. Well, we, we never wanted to fire Shanahan. We just kind of wanted to strip him of some power and just have him oh, yeah. divide himself. It's like, hey, oh, let's yeah. take a step back and focus on coaching. He's hell of a coach. We just think he had too much on his plate at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I give you that. I give you that. I think I've learned a lot of what I want out of my head coach, and I don't want my head coach calling plays. Because I still think there's a lot of times where Shanahan missed challenges or missed time management or missed uh, times in the games where he should not be looking at the menu. But, you know, that's we're crying about spilled milk now. But us being in the playoffs is a huge success to me, especially starting off like two and four. Like if you go back and look at every single team that started off the season two and four and then making to the playoffs, it's like probably slim to none. And it's like. The last game we had, when we punted the ball with like a minute something left, we had a 0.4% chance to win that game. <laughs> so that's like that's like the nutshell of the season there already. It was like we needed some. That was the best coaching game uh, all season. Oh yeah, last game. no, that was my far. We saved yeah, the best for last. I put it that way. Yeah, we've had some. We've had some podcasts where we all agree, like, oh yeah, Shanahan got out coached. But Shanahan owns Big Day. You know, at the end of the day, Shanahan owns Big Day. I was saying that last drive for Jimmy G before he got the game winning drive, it was like a sack, a check down, and then a, an overthrow or something. It's so like, man, that's just that's Jimmy G's in a nutshell. Like, that's his last drive as a 49er. But yeah, we came through. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't have faith in him, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was done with him. Like you said on that drive, I was like, man, bring this kid in. Fuck it. But, <laughs> but you know, hey, that's the emotion that we had all year. That's the roller coaster that we called Jimmy G. Orson the Medusa, man. Top Gun. Drop zone, man. This this guy is a hell of a roller coaster. So we'll see what he brings on Sunday. I don't know. We'll see. And so that brings and that brings us to Sunday, right? Everybody's record is zero and zero now. You are into a new season, and the 49ers are getting healthy at the right time. And look, it is our old friend, our 
our dad's hated enemy, right? I feel like for How me, about the Cowboys? Yeah, for me, like the Dallas Cowboys, like I, I get that there are rivals, but for me, it's like I hate Seattle way more. You know what I mean? I well, I mean, even hate the like, 90s, New York. Man. Early uh-huh. 90s, I mean, shit, we was like four or five. So, like you said, our dad's yeah, rival, that's what, yeah. Yeah, our rival so, is Seattle. Yeah. So that's the times we felt it. I hate Seattle that's way good. more. I even have like a like a, a, a hate for like the New York Giants, just like the Kyle Williams game and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then I have like a hate for like the Packers. And then, you know, and that's like the only like teams like I really dislike, right? But like the, the Cowboys, like they haven't won like a playoff game since we were like, Four years oh, old. Was the last, I think that was the last game. Yeah, that was the last yeah, time they won a playoff game. They haven't got out of the divisional round of the playoffs. And so it's just like, I get it. I get where a lot of people are coming from and people are hyping the game and there's some animosity with the older crowd of fans on Twitter and stuff like that. And they want this. And But I just don't feel that rivalry. Jamal, do you feel that rivalry between the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, were we like seven, eight, nine years old? Back in yeah. 94, 95 season, I mean, that was the last of that Montana, Rice, Steve Young days. I mean, that was that was it. J.J. Stokes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is, I'm excited, man. This is, yeah, it's kind of like a new experience for us, man, because this is kind of like like an old school car, man. Just like you got it out of the garage, man, got it all fixed up. And uh, I just, I can't wait, man. This is an old school rivalry rekindled, man. Yeah, and they're talking junk too. I mean, you hear Parsons saying, you know, they're ready to take on the bully. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what you got, Rook. So, yeah, let's get into it. Like, uh, Chris and Chris, what do you think needs to happen for the Niners to come out with a victory? I would say to stick to their, their formula of success, playing great uh, defense and running the ball and, you know, try to minimize these Jimmy G turnovers. I mean, keep your fingers crossed with that, but uh, just. Round and pounds, you know, play good defense, you know, get that pass rush because uh, I don't think Cowboys are going to really run on this. I mean, we got to worry about, you know, Zeke Elliott and uh, Tony Pollard, but uh, I'm more worried about their receivers, you know, their dynamic duo with uh, Lamb and uh, Cooper. Even uh, the tight end is pretty, you know, he's active. So I just think, uh, like I said, we stick to our formula. Try to get 40 rushing attempts a game and then playing good defense, get that pass rush going and uh, help out that back end. Jamal, what is our keys to victory? Uh, same thing as every week, man. Run the ball up the gut, run outside, play action after that. Let's just stick to what's been working for us all year. Um, I think the Cowboys, the best thing the Cowboys do is what our weakness is. Vertical passing game is already secondary. It's going to suck. But that's also what it's going to be. It's going to be strength versus strength. Yeah. I think uh, we match up well against our running scheme, our running offense, our bully ball against their defense. Uh, time and time again, Kyle Shanahan likes to take uh, advantage of their linebackers. And they don't really have anything to really brag about. I think Vanderbosch, Vander, what, how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. Vander no, I'm just kidding. No, Vanderbosch. Vanderbosch. Vanderbosch, Vander Vander whatever. He's whatever. a Necro. Decent... call him Necro. Old yeah, Necro. Necro. He's, a, he's a decent linebacker, right? But, I mean, is he a top 10? Maybe. But he's not going to be flowing with uh, Elijah Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? So no, He's got those think, stiff hips, man. Yeah, I think the Niners do a good job of taking advantage of linebackers and safeties. 
trying to make them tackle, put them one-on-one with the uh, uh, running backs. And then a guy like Dexter Lawrence and Micah Parsons, I think they can wreck a game. So if we're dropping back, trying to have Jimmy G pass 40 times a game, that's I think that's a failure for success. So we got to run it. They know we're going to run it. Micah Parsons is already talking about stopping the run. If we can be able to run it and they know the run's coming and we can, uh, you know, just put our bully ball into them, they'll – I don't know if they'll fold, but – it's a good win. Well, it's, it's not a good matchup for them. You know what I'm saying? I understand they're finesse, but like you said, there are a lot of – those guys like to rush the passer. You know, they don't like to play in the box, you know, take on guards and fullbacks and oh yeah, uh, t- tight ends, you know what I'm saying, getting hit in the mouth, like you said, 40 times a game. Yeah. Uh, they want to rush the passer. You know, they want to use their, their finesse moves. So we shall see uh, how it plays out. Hopefully, you know, we can start off hot, you know, start off strong early so we can establish that. Right away, you, you know, don't want to. You don't want to go down seventeen zero again. Nah, hell no. Nah. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough, man. Seventeen three. That was still rough. Shit, I was. I was. We. I had the neighbors calling. And I just think that this is a great matchup, first round matchup for the 49ers because a lot of what the Cowboys do on offense, we're gonna see that right. You're gonna see Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Parker. If things work out, uh, Devontae Adams, if things work out for us, uh, you're going to see that aerial attack. And then you go on to see Brady and you're probably going to be playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl if you get that far. But don't don't sleep on the Titans in the AFC. Oh, we're sleeping. Oh, no, we got to we we own one. We got to run it back. Nah, I think it's going to be Chiefs. I think it's going to be Chiefs. But that's just, you know, we'll see. Um, I got Pittsburgh on the upset. Y'all heard it live. I got Pittsburgh on the upset. Take it. Don't, Take the bet. Don't don't put your mortgage on it. I'm telling you, do it. Big Ben. Don't do it. Najee, he ready. You, you, you haven't seen the reports coming out? Ben, Big Ben's like, we're not going to win, so let's just go out there and have fun. I, I, no, I'm telling you, this, <laughs> this screams upset. And it's 13 points. Spread. Take the points, America. I'm telling you. The, the Niners Lock scream the upset. The Niners scream big time upset. It might be yeah. another home game for the Niners, but I know, man, that's crazy. But you that, got, now you got that, Stafford's wife uh, saying, "Don't sell them, don't sell the uh, tickets anymore." Yeah, because it felt like uh, the faithful are out there doing what they're supposed to do. Be faithful, no matter where it is. The Rams are heck of soft for that, man. They're heck of soft for that. Complaining that's about LA for you. I love LA, but that's that's the LA and then, right there. And then McVeigh going in the end zone. That was something else. That's embarrassing. That that is a that is a teachable moment right there. It's like, hey son, don't ever do that, that again. The game is not over just because the second quarter and you're up. What was it, fourteen nothing or seventeen nothing? Fourteen nothing. Yeah. See, in the second quarter, you over here like you want a Super Bowl. Get your ass back on the sideline. <laughs> the hell, Jamal? What would you done if your coach came out in the end zone celebrate with you? Do it. That's a coach test move, huh? He's only in the 35, 36. He's no damn better. He's excited. It's his first time. He thought he was going to beat us. <laughs> yeah, he was feeling good, but shit, I want to see that locker room after. I don't know what he said then. I'm sorry for that, y'all. I, I lost composure. I done goofed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Chris, final score of the uh, Cowboys Niners game. What you got? Uh, I'm going to say. 21-13. Faithful. That, that, that high-power offense is going to put up 13 points? 
I think so. I think our defense, man, I think we're at pass rush because I, I don't think they're going to be able to run on us. So I think Dax is going to try to throw, you know, drop back 30, 40 times. And I don't think that's a good recipe, even though their offensive line is good. But I think they're more of a run blocking offensive line. But like I said, that's my score. I think uh, 21-13. Jamal, what say you? Faithful. You know, I can see it being a defensive stalwart game and high-flying, high-scoring game also. So I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know, 27-20, Niners. I got – Three nothing. Twenty four to twenty one, Niners. Well, last second, Robbie Gold chip shot field goal for the win. Yeah, that's what. And I'm he's our punter. Twenty four twenty one, and it's gonna be Jimmy G is gonna mess around, and throw two interceptions again. Keep. The I think Cowboys. we do that though. We lose. I don't think <laughs> we can bounce back. I don't think we can bounce back like that. He throws. He has more than one turnover. I don't even know if we can weather the storm on that because that's hard. I think you Especially. got pencil in two automatically right now with them. So the over under if Jimmy G turnovers two. The over two under two. The over under at one, I go with over at one. Oh yeah, for sure. But if you said it at two and a half, Jimmy G turnovers. Two and a half? Yeah. I gotta go under that one. All right. I, I, I figure like I feel like if he got three turnovers, he's he's gonna get pulled. Like I think Shanahan was like two is pushing it. You get that third yeah, one. Yeah, if he was going to pull him, he would have pulled him last week because I was screaming for it. <laughs> I was 17 I was like, man, get that kid back in. Like they were saying, I saw, I think it was uh, Murph. Um, he said uh, it's like a, a playoff game. And if you're starting, don't got it. You got to go straight to that reliever. If you don't got it in the first inning or two, you know, you kind of pull him. But, you know, like I said, Shanahan knows, you know, I guess it worked out for him. But uh, I, I, I feel like I wasn't the only one who was like, man, get his ass in there. Should get him start warming up. Seventeen nothing. I mean, you. I mean, that's 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 tough. That's why they they, they were very resilient with that one. I tip my cap to them. So yeah, they pull it off. We're in the wild card. We got a real wild card. We didn't we didn't get the eight spot. We got the seven spot. So if it was like last year, we still making the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we didn't get the fake one like the Eagles did. So, but. I want to talk about the 2020 and 2021 draft class. Uh, a lot has been made out of it that the 49ers don't know how to draft and they don't know how to develop players. And the 2020 draft class, Javon Kinlaw, season, knee, knee ending season surgery, said that wrong, <laughs> season ending knee surgery. <laughs> and then uh, you got Brandon Ayuk, who was in the doghouse. And now he's into the penthouse, like we said. Uh, Jamal, they almost did it for you, bro. I think uh, Ayuk, Debo, or Ayuk had over 100. Debo had like 96, and uh, uh, Jennings had like 94 yards. They almost had it for you. The yeah. trifecta. That would have been yeah. something, man. I would have had to get a Maybe tattoo. You would have got a tattoo. I would have had, yeah. Triplets tattoo. Baby, J- Baby JJ. Yep, hashtag JJ. <laughs> but Brandon Ayuk, man, he had some clutch catches. Uh, over 100 yards receiving last game. I mean, it's a playoff game, biggest game of the season. Brandon Ayuk just showed up. Colton McKivitz starting for a Trent Williams at left tackle, protecting a blind side. Only that one whiff that he had the rest of the game, he was almost perfect. Charlie Warner, who we don't expect to start over Kittle, but 
he was in there a lot, man. And he, he's a great blocker. You were saying in the pre-show, Chris was saying he was a, a great blocker. And then Jawan Jennings, and not enough can be said about how improved Jawan Jennings is from year one to year two, coming off the injury and just being a real threat in the offense. That's legit number two wide receiver right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say he's the number one yet. I got to see more uh, proven. But, I mean, that's a legit uh, receiver right there, man. He's uh, he's not fast, but he's quick. Yep. And I, I have dubbed him Baby T.O. Thank you very that's much. That's copyrighted, America. That's copyrighted. <laughs> so, any pros, pros, profit, proceeds or profits all go to cover 49. Yeah. So, Charity the 20... Jamal, the 2020 draft, uh, Javal Kinlaw, Brandon Ayuk, Colton McKivitz, Charlie Warner, Jawan Jennings. What say you? Uh, without looking back any notes or anything, um, I thought it was a decent draft last year. This year, uh, I think I took a step back, honestly, looking at the stat-wise. Kinlaw, I don't want to say he's a bust, but he's a bust so far. <laughs> and uh, Ayuk looks like you know, a solid – you know, up and coming receiver. I'm happy with him. But everyone else, it's been cool. Juwan Jennings has been nice last couple of weeks. See if he can continue it. Chris, Chris, are you are you hard on the 2020 as much as Jamal is? Um, I mean, no, I'm not. You know, I'm I'm not as tough as that. Like I like to give people at least two or three years. Uh, you know, because it's it's tough just making that jump. Not everybody can just right out the gate. Um, come out and just wow, but I mean, they, they, they showed promise. I mean, like you said, Warner was blocking good. Jennings was, you know, merging as that, that number two possession receiver that we uh, desperately need, you know, give us another, uh, more uh, evolution to our offense. Um, I wouldn't say it's too bad. I would say it's probably like a C plus B minus. <coughs> I'm about to give it a grade. Jamal, you the know, passing. Jamal, the 2021, uh, rookie class, Elijah Mitchell. First thoughts. I I like Elijah. I think he's a solid running back, but they're kind of a dime a dozen. I mean, I think you can plug him in the other team and he'll do just as well anywhere else. I, I like him. I just I don't I don't know. He's a nice steal in the sixth round. I don't know if he's a superstar in the making. Christian Chris, Elijah Mitchell. I like him. I like him, but like you said, his diamond doesn't. But I mean, his uh, his diamond still, you know, it's, it's still kicking. I mean, he can probably get another couple of years. See what he does next year. You know, see how he uh, trains, gets better for the full workload. Because I think he's going to be our bell cow uh, next year. I mean, I think he's proven uh, when he's given the opportunity with the bulk of the carries. I mean, he, he's he runs hard. I mean, he gets about 20, 20 carries, twenty twenty five. And uh, you know he pretty much gets 100 yards. I mean, those are nice, nice runs. Six, seven, you know, pop for like 10 or 15, or if you hit it right, you know, block it right. I mean, he could take it the distance. So, uh, I mean, he's a cool back for you know his rookie contract. So we have to pay him. I would say. I mean, I want to see what uh, backfield Mitchell and Sermon would look like. That you know, thunder and lightning kind of combination. Hopefully, see I don't know about Sermon. I don't know, man. That, we, he looked apart. Mitchell and Mostert. Oh, Mitchell's gone. Mostert's yeah, gone. Be, I think Mostert coming another year, and I think he's got some June post cut. He's going to be the June first, one of those cap casualties. What about Hufanga, Jamal? First thing that pops in your head. All right, I know Chris loves this guy, but he is going to be a career special teamer. <laughs> you know, 
Kobe on the roster just because he can play both safety spots in the box, but I, he can't cover. He can tackle, but he's a special teamer. What was that one uh, guy we had the longest? Uh, was it like Burnett, Burnett, like the dude with the long hair? Uh, oh, Bubba Vitron or something? Yeah, he was 43, like 49, number 43, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he was, a, he was a career special teamer. He was a gunner. What do you think about Ufunga, Chris? Oh, man, you know, I love that guy, man. You know, I feel like with some more uh, coaching, you know, he, he slowed down a little bit because I feel like uh, he's like a Tasmanian devil out there just running around, just, you know, friendly fire. You know, I think if he slowed down a little bit, let, let the game kind of come to him instead of trying to fly around, um, he's going to be on that path of being a career special teamer, you know. But like I said, give him some time, you know, maybe another offseason. I'm high on that guy because I like his aggression. I'd rather tell somebody to tone it down than have to tell him to crank it up. Yep. Uh, Lenore hasn't played enough. Had a good uh, start of the season. I like Lenore, though. I'm not going to lie. I like him. I just don't know uh, what the hell happened. Yeah. Uh, And then Jalen Moore just hasn't played enough. Ambry Thomas. Jamal, what do you think about Ambry Thomas? I mean, I'm not going to hit on the guy. He didn't play enough at the beginning of the season. When he became a full, I don't know if he's I can say a full-time starter. I think he took over week 14 against the Bengals. He's only gotten better every week from that. So throw the kid on the field and you know, let him see what he does. And the life of a DB, man. Great. Short memory. Yeah, he has been great, but he's not Josh Norman. So it's a good thing. <laughs> Chris and Chris. Yeah, Josh Norman, that was bad. Uh, Chris and Chris, are you on the Ambry Thomas wagon? Uh not yet. I need to see I need to see some more plays because I've seen a lot more plays made against him than what he made on Sunday. So I need to, I need that to, you know, even out a little bit. But I mean, that's a that's a good confidence builder for him. You know, uh, see what he does this week. You know, he's gonna go against either CD or Amari Cooper. Whew. You know, I know that's I know that's not that's that doesn't even sound you know like a win win. But I mean, he's gonna have to do what he has to do. Maybe you know win a couple of plays. You know, maybe get a an interception or a tip or something. Or he's gonna have to make a play because they're gonna try him. Because uh, most uh, mostly, I was I was I was uh I was happy with his uh, his presence. He uh was surely by far played like as our best corner. Hey, he's uh, he's a hello tackler too. He hasn't missed any tackles. He's in position every time. But he might not be the best cover guy, but he's making the tackles he's supposed to be making. Well, Mosley back is going to help a lot. So hopefully Mosley can shut down half the field. It's going to be a tough task for both the corners. Uh, Trey Sermon just hasn't been on the field. I uh, can't stay healthy. He had that concussion, and then he had – I don't know what his last injury was, but just hasn't been on the field for about a month now. And then um, didn't he Aaron Banks – or, Jamal, are you going to say something? Uh, didn't he unfollow the team on Twitter? Oh, yeah, he did do that too. <laughs> I think he was – yeah, this doghouse and being a, 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 a not smart player. Can't unfollow your team just because you ain't playing. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk following everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Aaron Banks, man, I think has been the most disappointing thing or disappointing player in this draft. Uh, I just think that the right guard position was a position that we needed to improve, and we drafted a player in Aaron Banks to try to take it over, and the man can't even dress. You know what I mean? So I think that's been a big failure. I don't know if it's drafting him or he's just not getting what the 49ers are expecting out of him. Just hard to tell with that one. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, he came from a you know a highly uh, 
totally the school, you know, Notre Dame. I mean, they're they're known for their offensive linemen. You know, they're smart guys. Yeah, we keep drafting the sucky ones. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> True. I'll give you that. Um, I wasn't a fan of that move because, I mean, we could have got a corner, uh, Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, that's somebody that was still on the board. There was other good corners that were still on the board. So that that pick really uh, had me salty, and then he can't even get on the field. So that has me even more even more salty. Like, I mean, that's a I was like a top like sixty pick or something like that. Yeah, pick number forty eight. Yeah, see, top fifty, and uh, he can't even get on the field. I mean, that that's supposed to be considered almost a starter. You know, I mean, first, second, third round. I mean, those those guys can be starting year one, or at least by you know by middle of the season getting on the field, but he can't even get on. So we'll see. I mean, He's a local boy too. better days ahead of us. Local boy went to El Cerrito High. Oh, that's – is that right? That's probably yeah. what got him to look this way. El Cerrito. Are they good at uh, football, Tess? Huh? Are they good at football? Oh, they got athletes. They got athletes. Surprise. they were good at baseball. Lineman. I think they were good at baseball. Yeah. They got athletes. They always got athletes. Um – Jamal, Aaron Banks, got anything to say on him or no? Yeah, no, but you you were right about him being the most disappointed player that we drafted. I mean, we traded back down to get him. And I remember there was two DBs, the safety Trayvon uh, Mooring that the Raiders got. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I saw both those guys be starting right now. But you went, so like for a need, instead of a best player available option, and um, they really didn't serve us well at all. So we'll see next year. Let's see what he can do next year. Yeah, I just, yeah, because I feel like you get it to O-lineman, you know, later in the draft. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, unless he's like a Quentin Nelson, you know, like a can't miss. But, I mean, if you there's still questions about him, I mean, like you said, I would take the best player available. And, think, a, and a need. That was a need. Defensive I think, back. I think the, the offensive line is going to be very interesting. I think Tom Compton has played enough to be the starter at right tackle. Like, he is the PFF's highest-graded right tackle this season, since he's been so playing. we cut McGlinchey. Uh, I think we moved McGlinchey to guard. McGlinchey's gone, bro. I ain't paying his ass. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Didn't they already resign him though? Can't move him to guard, man. He's too tall. He yeah, he's feet. got no feet, man. He's he's got no wiggle. Oh, we need a stocky motherfucker at guard. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I don't, I'm 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 cool off Mitch. Uh, we'll see what they do, but uh, yeah, Aaron Banks has been. I don't want to say a bust. It's too early to say a bust, but it's been a disappointment. I'll say he would say himself that his year has been a disappointing year. So where's the um, year? It's a wash. Him and Trey Sermon. Get your yeah, shit together. Like, what do you guys do? You guys collect your paychecks. And then the rookie, the man. The rookie, the young blood, not even 20 years old. Or he just turned 20 years old a little bit ago, not even 21. Trey Lance. He's still uh, in the club, though. Yeah. Uh, what can you say about Trey Lance, man? I just feel like. Every time he's in, Shanahan doesn't like him. <laughs> runs Q power to the second half of the Texans game, and finally just let the kid do his thing. Um, uh, I yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, I would say hopefully next year, if he's the guy, I would just I would just take off all the training wheels and just let it, you know, take the good with the bad. You know, don't don't hold back. I mean, this kid is uh, uber athletic, uh, talented. You know. We got to work on his uh, his release, his mechanics a little bit more. Maybe see the the guru Tom House or something. You know, work on that his fundamentals. But other than that, I mean, he's exciting. Um, 
I low key would have rolled the dice with the Rams game, would have started them, but you know, I was you know listening to all the talking heads out there saying that was that was a bad spot to put the rookie in. You know, they want to put on all that pressure, but I'm like shit. I don't know, seventeen nothing. I was like, man, I would have started his ass. Yeah, you couldn't do any worse, right? Yes, that's literally how I felt. But I mean, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So I, I won't, I won't play Monday morning quarterback. Jamal, you got any opinions on Trey Lance? Like, would you see? You think he's the future? I mean, you trade all those goddamn picks. He's the future, right? <laughs> so we don't got a choice. He's, I mean, in theory, he's our twenty twenty two starter. So Jimmy G makes it to the NFC Championship game. Not saying he goes to the Super Bowl, but he makes the NFC Championship game. We we still get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, I think you get a second round pick for him now too. I think if you win the Super Bowl, you get rid of him. Up. Nah, you can't get rid of him. You win the Super Bowl. No, you, you nah, get rid of him. You gotta if, you run it back. if you win the Super Bowl, Chris, you get rid of him. You gotta run it back. Listen though, listen. Would you rather keep Jimmy G or re-sign Debo and Bosa? Because that's what oh, you're talking about. Jimmy been gone. If that's the case, I don't like shit. Jimmy, I'm sorry, bro. But, but that's what you're talking about, right? You're talking about that salary cap that he's locking up. You can re-sign Bosa and Debo. Yeah, unless he wants to take, a, you know, take a, a haircut with us. You know what I'm saying? A team-friendly, you know, restructure. No. You know, for the one time. But, I mean, I feel like, yeah. I mean, his it's, it's marketing ain't going to get any hires, especially when he wants the Super Bowl. And I know he wants to get paid, even though he's been paid for since he's been in the league. Now, if Jimmy I, I, G wins the Super Bowl and then we trade him away, I think he instantly becomes – I mean, I might, I might be talking crazy, but he might be an all-time fan favorite if he pulls that shit off. Woo! You're putting, you're putting that, him with Chip Montana Young. That's a lot of hate. That's a lot of hate. I know hate it's only wild card weekend. I'm just saying. That's no, a, but that's, we're here. That's, 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 we're that's here, right? We're in the dance. We might as well go win it all. You know what I'm saying? We're here. I, I like, don't know, man. I, I have a lot of I have a lot of this uh, this love for uh, my man Jimmy G, man. I mean, there, there's a lot of times I'd be like, this motherfucker. More uh, Sewell appearances than Steve Young ever did. Yeah, but see, at least Steve won. <laughs> I mean, at least that helped. You know what I'm saying? Because even that game, I mean, I don't want to go back to bad memories. Because uh, that, that 2019, like I said, that was a rough night. Still fresh. <laughs> it's, uh, but like well, I said, I don't know, Technically, man. Technically, it was 2020. We messed around and lost the Super Bowl. And then two weeks later, we're all locked in the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. True. <laughs> so I'm but, saying we'll if see. Jimmy G wins the Super Bowl, man, he's all time. Retire the number, man. Oh, hell You're crazy. no. You're Bro. Crazy. Uh, Come on now. We must, if we do that, we got to retire J.J. Stokes' jersey, too. <laughs> we got to. If Jimmy G gets his jersey retired, I'll be, be at the J.J. Stokes. Dude, if, if Jimmy G wins a Super Bowl, he becomes an all-time great. How, I don't, you, come on now. Is, is, is Joe Flacco an all-time great? For the Ravens, yeah. Yeah, he's probably the best quarterback in Ravens history. I love him NFL history. I'm talking about, I'm talking about 49ers. How many – how many Super Bowls Steve McNair got? He got one. He been to one. That was a hell of a Super Bowl. No, he didn't win it for them. He got zero. He went to one, but he got zero. Yeah. Yeah. Still an all-time great for the Titans, but not NFL great. I'll give you that. Yeah, he in Baltimore's history. Yeah, Joe Flacco, I mean, 
say what you want to say. He's still in the league getting checks. But uh, yeah, I, I'll give you that. But the Jimmy G thing, ah man, that that's 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 a hell of a spot. That's a good to have right there, sir. Damn, I'd have to see my therapist on that one. Like, man, I hate this guy, but he won. What he won? I don't know how to feel. No, you guys are looking at the wrong way. If the Niners win the Super Bowl, they won it despite having Jimmy G starting for them. He'll be up there with like Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson type. You know what I'm saying? They would they they won a Super Bowl, but but low key, they but the way Jimmy be playing, man, he was like he be like messing up games, but then he be going to the goat to the hero, like so it's like he be doing that shit on purpose. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch me kill this right now, and then everybody on him, and then at the same time, watch me kill this. He throw like two picks. I don't know, man. I don't know. Jalen Ramsey, he jumped a five yard out <laughs> on like third and long, bro. I don't know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, he's aggressive. Like, I mean, he he guesses, you know, sometimes. But, he, I mean, it's like dumb things like that always happen where Jimmy G, like, just pulls it out of the end. It's just like, what do you expect him to do? Yeah. I mean, because low-key, I mean, he do it from the first quarter on. Like, he do the same shit. Like, he'll have those plays, the first quarter where he throws the ball to the wrong team, and then fourth quarter does the same thing. Like, what the, like, I don't know. That's a tough guy to get my arms around. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm like the only one on this podcast right now that wants to get him fired. I, I wish you, Tash. I wish you, but he won the Super Bowl. I mean. Even if he wins the Super Bowl, if he wins the Super Bowl, I want a first-round pick for him. <laughs> what I'm going to go. I'm going to see what Nick Foles was worth. Nick Foles? Yeah, he Nick Foles better than Jimmy G? Nick Foles is better than Jimmy G. Not, I don't know right now. But when Nick Foles won his Super Bowl, Nick Foles had a way better season than Jimmy G did. Dallas Mills better than Jimmy G? Who? Dallas Mills. Or Davis David Mills? Mills? The Texans quarterback? No. Yeah. Jimmy G. Jimmy G is like 12 to 15. Somewhere around there. 12 to 15, bro. He's like 14, 15. Yeah. On a good day, on a good day, he might make yeah. that 12. No, he's there. He's like, he's like Derek Carr. I would even put Matt Stafford in that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Everybody, even though he always gets the pass. No, you got no more pass, bro. You got freaking Odell, so loses, Juan Miller. Uh, you got, Monday. like, everybody on your team, bro. If he loses on Monday, he's a bust. Oh. That trade was a bust? Matt Stafford, no. I mean, the amount of years that he played, he can't be a bust. Oh, the trade's a bust, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He traded uh, Jared Goff. And he and lo- Jared Goff in the first round. Jerry Goff, like, I could have lost you a wild card game. Yeah, basically. He did that last year, or divisional. They won one that, last year. You find that Nick Foles thing? Yeah, didn't he get anything? Nah, <laughs> I, think, I think he got, like, a second or third round, though. I think, you know, it wasn't too crazy. Uh, he, I did give him an extension, and then he got released the following year. Yeah, he got uh, paid for the Jaguars, though. Oh, he yeah. did get paid for the Jaguars. I remember that. Yeah, four years, $88 million. Man, that team is just dumb. Jaguars. They gotta just go to hey, but it's a good job, though. I ain't going to lie. That's low-key a good job. No pressure. I mean, Urban Myers was just being a – he was just being a fool. That's <laughs> like a curse, though, dude. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, you got a good owner that ain't going to – you know, as long as you act the right, you know, it'll take a 7 and 11 or whatever, 7 and 10 season. You oh, know? yeah, job security-wise, yeah. Yeah, so I said you could, you know what I'm saying? And the media's not that bad there. I'm no, I don't care. Will. Oh, they don't care. Nice. 6-11 season, though, man. They'd love that. Yeah. Because they're like, shit, what they get now? Like, four wins? Three wins? 
Yeah. Yeah, so they were like four and what thirteen? They beat the Colts though. They did beat the yeah. Colts. And they won their they won their last home game. So you know, the Colts might the Colts might want um Jimmy, Jimmy. G. And what's nah, it? they they gonna they gonna rock with Carson Wentz. No, nah, they the nah, coach said today, not. man. The coach said today that they're gonna see what they're gonna do. Yeah. Sheesh. That's supposed to be his boy too. That's Trey Lance's backup. And we can send uh McGlinch over there. That's Trey yeah. Lance's backup right there. Uh, yeah. Carson Wentz. Nah, don't bring him to the Bay Area. We good. Uh, we good, love. <laughs> no, sir. I'm cool off uh, Carson Wentz. You trade McGlinchey? I'm sticking with Treyway. You, you trade McGlinchey for Jimmy G and DeForest Buckner? Done. It's already done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we already chose the wrong up on that one. Yeah. I'll send Ken off a hell of it, too. Yeah, you could. <laughs> they'll, they'll take his potential. And he's not paid yet, so they'll t- they'll take that contract. Yeah, that boy's got like what five career games. <laughs> hey, Eric Armstead oh. had a really good game, man. He had a really good game. He had like two and a half sacks, five pressures. The whole D line. I ain't gonna lie, the whole D line. DJ Jones, uh, my man Keys, Bosa was doing what he do. Uh, you said Armstead. Yeah, it was, it was getting in that pressure, man. That run game was man. And my man, do it again this week. Shout they out yeah. They gotta do it again this week. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they get my man, my uh my Wakanda in too, uh Al Scherzier. Get him back out there too. <laughs> Stupid. On it forever. Yes, always. That for real. I'm still gonna restrict his contract though. Yeah. Why would he? Stealing money from us. Hey man. That's what I'm saying. If I was a professional athlete, I'm like, hey fool, you gave me this money. Honor the contract. Hell no, You want me to restructure? Heck so baseball, no. baseball, basketball, you good. Yeah, you can say that. But NFL, I was like, shit. Yeah, but they give you like a sinus bonus on front, though. Like, yeah. don't give you the money. You just gotta just you know work the numbers around. Like D Ford. Who? Hey, is he even is he on our team still? No, he's hurt. He's done. He's out for the year? Yeah. Who's back a bigger bust? Is he who's coming a back to the D4? No, back bring back. Jamal, what did you say? Who's a bigger bust? Oh, I was going to say, who's a bigger bust? D4 or J.J. Stokes? <laughs> D4, long shot. Long They're basically long the same shot. player on offense. Defense. Hey, J.J. Stokes caught passes and touchdowns. He also had four career 100-yard games. And he played with T.O. and Jerry Four. He played with Jerry Ice and T.O. Tenth man. overall, bro. Hey, you hey, he's a friend of the pod. He listens every week. That's why I shout him out. Ray Lewis. Yeah, Jawan Jennings is better than JJ Stokes. JJ Stokes, if you're listening, uh-huh. I always got your back. AJ Jenkins is better receiver than JJ Stokes. You're, you're smoking crack now. AJ Jenkins is horrible. Look at Chris stats right now. Tell me I'm wrong. If AJ Jenkins has more than four 100 receiving yards, I don't remember them. Bro, AJ might have four catches in his career. Yeah, he made number 17 look good, though. Oh, no, my bad. He had 17 catches. I was off by a little bit. 17 catches. God. When did we pick hey, him? He was, top pick, 10? He, he was in the top 10. Nah, he was like 31st or something. We drafted yeah. him like the end of the 2012 season. That was a hardball pick. Uh, that was bulky film, bulky. so that's where I went hell right there. Oh, man. Old call uh, what, Hardball wanted Kobe Fleener. He's like, nope, let's get this kid. We should have got him, man. The beginning Kobe of the Fleener? 
Yeah. He's still in the league? Nah. Nah. He sucks. He's a good tight end, though. Nah. That's what I said. Stanford tight end you before Iowa. Yeah, Lunar retired in 2017. Long gone. Uh, not bad. What, eight years? Something like that? Six, seven-year career? No, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good career. Anything over two, you're having a good career. <laughs> oh, shit. For real. Anything that's... over two? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Because, yeah. The average, average NFL down. player. The yeah. average NFL player plays for two seasons. So, if you're doing if – you, if you're playing over two, you're doing a great job. I think you're right. and you get a full lifetime medical after eight. That's dumb. Should you be should a full lifetime medical right away. Play in the league, you should be getting lifetime insurance, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you retire at like, like two years. I mean, you're like 23. And you might be jacked up, you know, that uh, CTE or that mental health or whatever, you know, that comes along with or just aches and pains, injuries. Yep. Got to fix it, Goodell. You bum. <laughs> I think the uh, no nah, the CBA is not up for a minute. I think I think they just did their uh, negotiation. Yeah, be like yeah, people did their negotiation out. needs to do with baseball, man. Baseball can't get it figured out. I don't even know how they locked out. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, shit. I mean, it's, the commercial no that's a problem. Guaranteed money. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Those contracts is crazy though. 400, 500 well, million dollars. If you're if you're one of the top dogs in the in MLB, right? You're you're getting paid, but those middle class guys, they're not they're getting screwed over, bro. So like a Brandon Crawford didn't get paid? No, Brandon Crawford's a top dog. He's not getting paid either. Who? So like, so like my man, uh, what's my guy? What's my brother on the team? I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, late Wayne. name uh, Lamont. Yeah. Yeah, he's not so getting paid. Even not even uh what he did last year. You go get his money. Nah, see, that's the thing. So that's what the the players are getting all mad about. Like, the shelf life of like a player is like so short in the MLB. You know what I mean? You're not making anything. Yeah, but you riding, you living the ride the nice coach buses, five star <laughs> hotels. You get a nice little check. You be on the town. You in the town for like two or three days. That's perfect. Yeah, and no CTE either. Yeah, see, and you, yeah, you can play to like forty five. You know, you're cool. Well, then and tell the players that because they're the one that are they're the ones that are locking it out. I'll be their I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll be their arbitration lawyer when it comes to arbitration. I'll be like, hey man, my player is good. Was it Mister T? Tom Tolbert. He always talks about how he paid his all his bills with the per diem money that he made playing in the NBA and everything in his contract he just saved. I, mean, I feel it, our dudes. <clears throat> I feel it. I mean, shit. If you're getting like a couple grand, what? Every away game or whatever, yeah. Every road trip, you get about yeah. forty, fifty grand on top of whatever you get. That, yep, that's not bad. I mean, I only had to pay them, pay whatever. It was only twenty bucks a day. I thought I was living. You know, get the Jack in the Box, and then get you a twelve pack, and you still got six bucks left. It's a good day. Buy <laughs> some scratchers. Yeah, hey, that's where that six dollars coming. Let me get two, three dollars scratchers. Crossword. You know what? Joe, take us out. How's it go? Jimmy time Sula, Jimmy time Sula. <laughs> Open up my shirt like Jimmy time Sula. Got the gold chain on like Jimmy time Sula. <laughs>